5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Hey, at least Ben hit me with this good song after all this other news he hit me with just minutes before we went on the air. P-Man with you, the 90-minute edition today, leading you into ECU Cincinnati. And we say hello to the uh, one and only B-Baby Ben Byers. I would rather, there's nobody I would rather go through this 90-minute endeavor with than the one and only Ben Byron. Hello, hey, Ben. Ben. I appreciate the compliments there. I'm glad to be back. I, I'm I'm always always glad to, to see you, always glad to hear you, always I, glad to be with you. Ben. I hate that I had to miss Shivani. Yeah, that was good. Hey, we got a lot of response to that yesterday. Uh, of course, it's big TV night. In the P-Man household, I went to bed like at 8 o'clock last night, maybe even earlier than that, maybe like 7.30. I think I went back and showered up at 7.30, put on my jammies. Well, you got early morning uh, obligations there. I do, and my wife was a little mad because I she said, why are you going to bed so early? We could, I said, ah, this is time for me to tap out. You just didn't want to watch The Bachelor that night. She, to my cr- wife's credit, she does not do The Bachelor. Really? She's not a she's not a sports radio host. So that would automatically disqualify. Well, you're a lucky guy. She's a hot fe- I am a lucky guy. She's a hot female. But um she is uh she of all the things she's into. And look, now she's into some garbage. But uh she is not She is not thankfully. Did Somebody ever, who was jumping on that ba- that bachelor bandwagon. Did I ever show you that these dorks made a fantasy bachelor a thing? You like, did. Something you, you can said, bet on on FanDuel. You, you, well, you and I were talking Monday night before the national championship game, and we made a ha ha. And look, I remember when McGee made a ha ha, and he got you know he just could he couldn't take the heat on there. My guy <laughs> McGee on sports, like he you know they came at him. McGee's a nice guy. He's got a lot of friends in a lot of places. I well, no, McGee's a great guy, and that's why McGee can't. He, McGee needs to just stick to being the good guy. Yeah. Let me be the bad cop, McGee. Let me be the bad cop. Let me be the guy that mocks these dweebs in sports media that watch The Bachelor. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I, I mean, don't have to be friends with anybody. It, I got plenty of them. There is a. I mean, there's no more tired bit or trope, or radio haha than the bachelor segment and i mean there's guys that still do it and it's just like dude they they, they started they always started off with me and my watch me and my wife are watching the show what you know, the bachelor <laughs> yeah there's like they're forced that, to watch it like they're they're tagging yeah. along and kind of well that might be how it starts in some circles some circles they just flat out you know yeah look i'm I'm a, thankfully my wife does not partake in that. Now look, she's, there's plenty of Kardashians and sex in the city and, uh, real housewives of this and that. I mean, there's plenty of it. Trust me. But thankfully, but below tonight, deck. Ben, below deck, we wa- I will admit we watched below deck last night. That's one thing we watched together. I do watch, uh, I, I do watch a little of below deck. Whenever I go visit my mom, she's always got it on that, but that's maybe like once a month. We hit the DVR and and 
That way you can fast forward through it. If you can't fast forward through it, it's it's a chore. I, I'm off the 90 day. I don't watch that anymore. You, you know what you could you could watch the reunion show and catch up on everything you need to know. Like the end of the season reunion. Yeah, there you go. Save you so a lot that's of time. What we do now. It all saves a ton of time. I mean, it's a slog to get through them. A slog. If there's a moment you really want to see, like you want to see a little bit more and get delved into a little bit more, you can go back and watch the episode. You well, yeah, know all the context. You could always, yeah, you could always. But, I mean, it's so mindless there's no context. <laughs> Most My, of the shows are that way. I mean, th- this is pretty mindless. So um, what I was getting at there, you, and I'm sorry you did miss Tony Schiavone yesterday. He was great. Uh, big night tonight on the tube in the P-Man house. Uh, because I'm going to obviously watch ECU Cincinnati. I'm going to try to check out a little bit of Memphis and UCF, uh, both tipping at 7, and then uh, AEW tonight in Raleigh on TBS. Very funny, 8 o'clock. That's big. I might uh, get back into wrestling and watch that while i got an ECU basketball game on and yeah. tune in a little bit of Memphis. Got a pregame for them or kind of get some eyes on them before they come this Saturday. Oh, they're good. They are good. When well, you got then, Monty uh, Bates on your bench, he's filling in. I mean, that's that's big. No, it is. And then um, some and some news from this tonight. Wake Forest will host Duke tonight. You know, that's always a little bit of a game that Duke struggles with going over to Wake. Wake's pretty good this year. Can the Devils bounce back, or are they going to drop two in a row? No Michael K tonight. Mike Krzyzewski, not at the game. A non-COVID-related virus, so probably something like the flu, I would imagine, or something. And uh, he's going to be sitting at home watching it like we are. And you know what else is going to happen, Ben? What's that? We're going to get a first look at John Shire. I'm going to hot take you here. Oh, okay. Ready for a hot take? All right. We're not. We're not talking any Hubert Davidses here. Like, are you? Yeah, we are. No, no, we. No, we are. We are. (laughs) Uh, Hubert's going to be invoked here. I predict in the first three years of their career, the first four, the first four years of their respective careers. Okay. Shire will have a Final Four. Hubert will not. I don't that's think that's all prediction. that hot takey, to be honest with you. I kind of agree think, with that. I think Shire is going to have Duke better than the current situation going. I've seen nothing from UNC that makes me think, that's his program. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, he's not really getting the recruits. They're not attracting the top level guys like they used to. It seems like they're recruiting through the transfer portal, and they're not. They're not really getting great guys uh, through the transfer portal when it comes to UNC standards. Well, I mean, they're supposed to be this blue blood, and they're getting bums. We'll see ultimately what happens there. Shire is a a dogged recruiter, and look, you can make up a lot of ground on the portal. You certainly can, but um. I just don't know. When you watch them play, they just don't play. I mean, now, they've been pretty good at times, but, I mean, you got to consider the competition. Again, I don't think Virginia is really that good. No, they're not. They're mediocre. Yeah. And so I just I look at that, and I think they just don't play hard for the guy. You know? Absolutely. And that was kind of the knock last year. That was the knock last year, really. They, they, they team just didn't seem to buy into Roy Williams or play hard for him. And I know last year was a weird year, but I don't know. I, to me, I just think that that is – I don't think you're going to have that problem at Duke with Shire, and I don't think you're going to have that 
problem. And, and I mean, I'm not so convinced that was the great hire, but I, I think in the in the first three years of their respective careers, four year, Shire will have the better record. I think you'll have the have the more accomplished run. I, and if I'm totally wrong, I'm totally wrong. But I that's just my that's my gut. That's my hot take on that right now. I can absolutely see it. I mean, I think in terms of assistant standards, Shire had more of an impact on Duke than Hubert did. I mean, I, I honestly did not see the Hubert Davis uh, signing coming or him becoming a coach coming. Well, I mean, yeah, I had heard that for a while. And uh, Pete Thamel from uh, Change Shifting Gears. Pete Thamel from uh, Yahoo Sports uh, with the uh, report that um, – ECU has hired a former Duke offensive coordinator, co-offensive coordinator, uh, as uh, Raquan uh, Boyette. Out of the Wilson area is going to be the new wide receivers coach at ECU. I like it. Got some local ties. Kid from Wilson was really kind of the guy that helped get Coach Cutcliffe to turn Duke football around to heights they probably never will achieve again. So, uh, Raquan, boy, I, I really look forward to talking to him. And he is, like you say, a guy that kind of knows the region, knows the lay of the land. I think it's a popular hire with college football coaches. Or, excuse me, high school football coaches. I think they really like this hire. And, look, I think that's that's a big key. I mean, Mac Brown, despite the fact that the Tar Heels grossly underachieved this year and that they, you know, went out and brought Chiswick in and paid a bunch of money for some guys, you know, retread type of guys. I don't think that was Mac Brown. I think that was all Bubba Cunningham. But, um, you know, to me, you know, Dave Doran, and I mean, there's a lot of flaws to Dave Doran, but Dave Doran, they're, they're going to be a top 15, maybe top 10 team next year. They'll be a top 20, top 15 team in the preseason uh, rankings for sure, at at the very least, right? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, they got a vote to win the ACC championship last year preseason, so. Yeah, well, and then I really do think that this is a good hire from the standpoint that, again, high school coaches seem to like it. Boyette knows the East. Boyette knows the state. You know, Duke had made some inroads. Now, not tremendous inroads, but they'd made some inroads in recruiting in North Carolina. It was non-existent prior to Cutcliffe getting there. I mean, there were years they had nobody on the roster from the state. Think about that. Nobody on the roster from the state. And that is, that's before you had as many FBS programs as you have uh, now, or then 1A programs. So, uh, you know how I know there's something to it, Ben? Obviously, Pete Famel reporting it is something to it, but then Mike Houston liked it on Twitter. He always so gets the deets you. on the ECU beat. Like, he's, he always uh, has Famel's all the got a, details. Yeah, Famel's got a, uh, Famel's got a mole. I had not heard his name. I'd heard a couple others as possibilities, but I, I, I like this, and I think it's a really good hire. Uh, we mentioned Coach K out tonight, uh, our pal, friend of the show, Mike Maniscalco, has tested positive for COVID-19. Of course, he's the voice of the Carolina Hurricanes. And uh, he is asymptomatic. He's had his shots. So Mike is going to miss the next uh, 
three games, including uh, their game tomorrow night and uh, on f- Saturday night, uh, that uh, Mike will not be behind the mic, and I'm not sure beyond that who they, when they play again. But I hate it for Mike because he does such a great job, and I, I wanted to get him on soon, uh, you know, just to talk a little hockey. I mean, your Carolina Hurricanes, Ben, are, are uh, tearing it up right now, right? Number one team in the NHL. And for Mike Maniscalco, I hate it for him. It's not easy to follow a guy like John Forslund, but he's really took the ball and started rolling and been one of the better play-by-play guys in the league. So I hate it for him. He's just a part of that team as the team itself. And let me tell you something about Maniscalco. You will not find a nicer guy, will you? He's a nice guy. He's a, he is a really nice guy. I mean, not like, you know. Ah, he's a good guy. No, he's a he's one of the nicest people you ever be around. He, he entertained he's very down to earth. He entertained my silly hockey questions when he was on last time, so I appreciate <laughs> that. You know, I mean, I like Mike so much. I would have him on more regularly if anybody gave a damn about hockey. But you unfortunately, know. it's still not there yet. I I would like it to be, but around right. here in this area, it's just not there yet. I think it's well, getting there. I, I think people I, are getting interested, but it's just uh, not. It's not at that point yet. I got I got news for you, Ben. It's not it's not there in the triangle either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely they're, not. They're drawing because the, mar- the the market has grown, and you know they they've drawn some good crowds. They draw well on the weekends, but it's it's just not. Yeah, I mean it's better it's better than it was because the team is good, but it's not when the like, team is not rolling or mediocre. I mean it's one of the worst attendances in the league in terms of the NHL, and yeah. I think it, it's it's doing so well because you get to see entertaining hockey, you get to see a good hockey team, maybe a team. Vaughn for a Stanley Cup, and tickets are pretty affordable for those games. So, I mean, yeah, it's easy not to bad. bring out the whole family. So, hey, I uh, I meant to ask you before about the uh, tickets. That we need to give away some Memphis tickets, but I don't know if they're all spoken for. So, I, I walked in the conference room and they all disappeared. So, I don't know uh, if they're just what the deal is with those. Maybe we need to get up with Hank, but yeah, I, I went in there, no tickets whatsoever uh, in the conference room. I at least wanted, you know, like maybe four, we could bust them up for a pair. So This game's a hot commodity. Maybe he had some people inquiring pretty early on. Oh, no, I was in on one of the conversations. He had some people inquire. <laughs> he had a lot of people inquire. All right. Um, well, speaking of pirate basketball, tonight at Cincinnati, ECU trying to bounce back from that uh, buzzer-beating loss at Temple. Cincinnati played really well. They shot the trifecta at a high percentage. And uh, they got uh, they got beat. I mean, they made 16 threes and still lost to Memphis on Sunday. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's insane. I mean, EC would kill to have a night like that. Nothing against I mean, their that's... three-point ability. I mean, I think EC right. definitely improved there. But, I mean, 16 threes for any team is, is unbelievable. You should well, be getting a win in any game. Imagine hitting 16 threes and losing. It's it's crazy. Ridiculous. So Mike Perry, uh, who's fabulous. Have you got a chance to listen? I, I really have listened uh, a couple of times on the road, but I listened uh, some to the game on uh, – watched it, but I also listened some to the game on Saturday. And uh, Coach Perry is does a fine job. He sounds like he's been doing that forever. He, he really does a good job. Well, what I love about Mike Perry, especially in the post-game show, is he's not afraid to ask Coach like a tough questions. Questions that potentially might make Coach mad but need to be asked. So I appreciate well, here, Mike Perry. Here's what I like about that. They're letting him ask questions. Absolutely, yeah. I think that's – I mean, I think that's great. Let him ask some questions. Um, so anyway, Mike Perry will join us uh, – 
probably uh, after the uh, update at the bottom of the hour, we'll go out to Cincinnati and check in with uh, Coach. Uh, before we go to break, uh, it's a time of year where a lot of people are considering, you know, new fresh starts, if you will. We kind of view the new year as a fresh start, right? Well, if you're ready for a new career, if you feel like you're kind of stagnant in your job or it's not really what you want to do or maybe you're not earning the kind of money you want to earn or maybe you're just not getting the kind of respect that you, you feel like you should be getting, uh, there's an amazing company that has selected Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. It's called Victra, and it's the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville Contact Center is growing rapidly. Victor is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operation support. The benefits, incredible. Commission potential, incredible. Paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Wow. Victra now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers can earn twenty-five to twenty-eight bucks an hour. Let me say that again: twenty-five to twenty-eight dollars an hour you can earn. Uh, and all of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. There are no outbound cold calls. There's no telemarketing, so that's a good thing. You'll earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. So visit this website. To learn more about Victra, it's pit-jobs.com. You can apply right there. Pit is in Pitt County-jobs.com. That's pit-jobs.com for Victra. Patrick Johnson Show rolls on Pirate Report straight ahead. And Pirates. Hi there, Panthers. Good, baby. Uh, This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt-Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at AA.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt-Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience of parking right next to the terminal and the short lines at ticketing and security. For your next trip, check out the great rates offered at AA.com and support your local Pitt-Greenville Airport. Starting OMG. Hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. 
And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-540-8816. That's 800-540-8816. Pirates, Panthers, the P-Man. Oh, my. More of the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game right now. We were never meant to be. Just maybe think of me once in a while. All right. I like it. It's relevant. <laughs> it is relevant. <laughs> Heading up to Cincinnati. Yeah, there you go. Good call, Ben. Uh, welcome back in. Uh, we got ECU basketball. Airtime uh, for the pregame at 6.30, 7 o'clock tip tonight at Cincinnati. Bearcats uh, 11-5, 1-2 in the AAC. Pirates 10-4. and 4, They are 1-1 one one early on here in the uh, American. Ben, you ready for today's uh, Pirate Report? Let's get it. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, a lengthy cut here on the vast, and I mean vast, soundbite roster. This is Joe Dooley with uh, what you would call deeper analysis on the uh, defeat at the Horn at Temple. Confidence is a strange thing. I mean, I think we played with pretty good confidence at Temple. It's a place we've never won at. I just, you know, I... I, pre-game, I had had every I had intention of bringing up that we'd never won there. Let's do that for the first time. And I, I thought, a bit, <laughs> thought a little bit better about it and didn't do it. But uh, I think the, the game to me, I, I said this to you previously, was one was actually lost. I thought we had it, you know, we controlled it for the most of the first, you know, the first half we controlled the game. First 10 minutes of the first five or six minutes of the second half we controlled the game. From the 14:38 mark to the about the 10:38 mark, we we had a 13-0 run against us, and it was started with an illegal screen. We didn't hedge a ball screen. We had a layup that we turned into a turnover, and with the turnover turned into a three in transition. Then we came back and had an offensive foul, and so we had about of 10 possessions. We had about seven wasted possessions offensively, and you can't put that much stress on your defense. So I think that some of that is execution, which we need to do a better job of doing. We need to coach them better to execute and value but uh, we also had a couple you know errors that were made in trying to make plays and it's a hard line I mean you and I have talked about this you know Tristan is a tough talk uh, tough shot taker and maker and sometimes there's a fine line between that you know we we talked about today we took that stretch and uh, there's a fine line time score momentum on, on when some shots should be taken or when some chances should be taken and uh, learning how to win, is, is that's all part of it. And I think we're still in that, that process. I think the guys are starting to figure it out. Now we're down five. We had to make a decision whether we were going to fold them or, or, or stay in it. And the guys, you know, came back. We, we you know, we're down five. And, got, you know, Toronto made some shots and made some plays. And, uh, you know, we got right, right back in the game. But there are a lot of variables to those type of things. So that is uh, Joe Dooley talking about uh, the Pirates' defeat at uh, Temple. 
Tristan Newton earning an all AAC honor uh, this past week. He had nine uh, assists, career high for him at Temple following his 32-point outburst against Tulane. And Coach Dooley on Tristan. It's sort of funny when you think a guy had nine assists and how many points he was responsible for. And, you know, we talked to Tristan. You're not going to score 30 every night out. And, uh, you know, he has a knack. Uh, people ran more bodies at him like we talked about. Uh, I think they'll, he'll, he'll continue to figure out uh, when people run more people at him where he needs to throw it. And sometimes the play is behind you, not in front of you. And he's very smart. He's coachable. Uh, I think the good, the good news for him and the good news for us, I think he's – uh, he's still got a ways to go in a good, in a good way. He's, he's a good player that's going to continue to get better, and I think as he continues to mature, he'll continue to, to make better decisions. All right, Joe Dooley, some comments from him, and uh, he talked about Brandon Johnson, leading rebounder in the conference, and the freshman has been sensational. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about him, and he's such a uh, – I mean, it's – He's one of the very few guys I've coached when he makes a mistake, he apologizes. And, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry, Coach. I'm like, you're Brandon, you're going to be fine. That's okay, BJ. You'll be okay. But he, he wants to please. He's a young player. He hasn't played basketball but about three or four years. Uh, he's got some really – he's got a knack of doing some things that you really can't teach. It's not coaching. He just he, – he has a knack for offensive rebounding. He did a couple things in practice today. You're saying, wow. Now there's some other things. I mean, he's he's got a really good left hand. He doesn't trust it. And those are things, as we talk to him about, that's something that you need to continue at. And I said, I, you know, if you jump up there and, and, and practice and miss a left-handed shot or a left-handed hook, I'm not going to get mad. But you just have to have confidence in yourself. And, you know, he made a couple mistakes the other day, and he gets – you know, he was down on himself. I said, listen, you, you know, you got, you're going to figure this out. It's just going to take you some repetitions. And the problem for him is you, you and I both know sometimes these live repetitions, it, it hurts. I mean, we, had a, we talked about it earlier, you know. You have a two-minute stretch where you're minus seven, and, and you got to get some guys out of there. And that wasn't Brandon, but uh, sometimes you know the guy just doesn't have it that night, so it's, it's time to move on to the next guy. That's one thing I like about Joe Dooley. I mean, he's a spade is a spade, and if he pulls a guy, it doesn't mean he doesn't believe in the guy. It's just he's got a feel for if a guy's going that night or not. Uh, Brandon Johnson, some areas that Coach thinks he needs to improve in. The big thing is, I think he'll he'll by next year. I think he'll be a very solid eighteen and borderline three point shooter. He's got a little bit of a gets his right foot behind his left foot, which a right footed shooter, right handed shooter shouldn't do. But I think he'll be more comfortable driving it. I think the one thing I think, and it shows basketball IQ, is he's a very good passer. When you look, he's, he's his assist turnover ratio for a big guy is good. Uh, and I think the other thing will be the more reps and more confidence he gets. And, you know, he didn't have a weight. He didn't have the strength and condition in the summer, and he wasn't here all summer. So another calendar year from now, I think he could make even a bigger jump. And what it will take to beat Cincinnati on the road tonight, Joe Dooley. Well, I think transition defense will be a major factor. Uh, the, the backboard will be a major factor. And obviously the way they've shot the ball, uh, from the three-point line these last couple of games has you concern. Offensively, I think it's what we've talked about. We've got to you're not going to be able to attack them and try to score on the first side. Their defensive numbers are in the top 30 in Ken Palm statistically, which puts them in the top you know, 10, 15% of, of the nation in defense. So we're going to have to be able to move the ball side to side, um, you know, two foot stops and, and get those shot blockers out of the way so we can get some shots at the rim. All right, so that is uh, Joe Dooley, and that's today's uh, Pirate Report. Ben will have some more ECU news coming up in just uh, a second here. Bottom of the hour just past, we'll get a hold of uh, the one and only. Oh, we're going to stay here, Ben. We're staying in. We're staying in. I'm gonna false alarm, false alarm. False alarm. False alarm. What were you doing? Get, we get a mulligan. Get a mulligan. Um, so we'll uh, 
We'll uh, have uh, Coach Michael Perry on in a few minutes. Uh, Georgia-Alabama ratings are in from the CFP National Championship game. Are they good? I, I can't imagine they're good. Uh, no, they are. Really? The, the TV share was the highest ever for a CFP championship game. Wow. Out of all games, that was the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you where they had really big numbers uh, as far as share of the audience. A 38% share of 18 to 49 and a 45% share of 18 to 34. You so know why the, the, the ones 34 and older did not watch it at quite the rate as those that 18 to 34 because those that are probably like 35 and older had to go to bed yeah they had to get up and go to work the next day so um i'll tell you what man i mean tv is a powerful deal it really is a power i mean i I still am a lover and believer in radio and and, i mean it's it's a big deal too but it's uh but tv still when it comes to big event i mean look super bowl set a big number this year why not set an all-timer? I think it depends on who's playing in it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of radio, tomorrow on WFNZ out in Charlotte, in the morning at 8 o'clock, Matt Rule. I almost wish I were not doing talk at the town in the morning. <laughs> you know he's freaking out right now. He's going to lose sleep no, he because of even the given fact any, that he's got to do he, radio tomorrow. He has not even given it any thought, and he will be a babbling, bumbling <laughs> goof that's the panthers head coach right there unprepared I mean, for everything yeah i mean that'll be that'll be uh, that to me is must listen radio I, I would never advocate not tuning in to talk of the town yep but if you could stream wfnz at eight tomorrow i i may do it i may say henry i gotta leave it uh, after <laughs> seven I, and the thing is he's stuck doing it it's not like he can pull a belichick and hang up or leave like he hasn't earned that no. right yet like he's got to answer a lot of questions here now, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I know a lot about what's going on in in the media in Charlotte as far as, yeah. but if the stuff I see on social media and some of the videos you see. And if Twitter's any indication, especially with the media on well, Twitter. The Twitter, Panthers as we know, yeah, the Twitter's the cesspool of the world, but, yeah. you know, boy, that is, that is wild, man. <laughs> that is that is wild. Hey, Sam Darnold, Matt Rule, 2022. It's coming. The only thing that I think would be better is if they had uh, <laughs> is if they had Darnold on. Actually, no, I think this is going to be great. I think this is going to be. <laughs> this is going to be all-timer. It will be an all-timer. We'll have audio right. from it. We'll, we need to make sure we're on top of that tomorrow because I want to I wanna hear. That. I mean, we'll have post-game from Coach Dooley, but we're going to have some audio from that too because that is – I may even contact F and Z and say, can we play the whole damn interview? I, I, Cause that, that could be some must listen to stuff right there. It's going to be great. Cause I mean, it's not like a press conference and look, I mean, it's not like people are softball softballing guys in the NFL, but I mean, he's got nowhere to, you know, there's no media flack standing near the podium. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to have know. zoom issues. No. Can't claim I mean, all the way. I can't hear you. There's zoom issues. Uh, next question. Well, well, I, I, I don't know how that uh, – he may be on Zoom. He may be on video link. He, he might be on the phone. I doubt he's in Maybe studio. Maybe so, yeah. But, I mean, if he's on the phone, you're right. There's no – a whole weird, a, lot, a whole lot of places you could go when you – I mean, uh, my style has never been confrontational. I, I, I want to be direct because I do want to 
try to get answers to certain things? There's a side to every story. I don't think Matt Rule is the worst coach ever or anything like that. I think he's definitely done. There's a few things he's done that's been good since his tenure, but there's not a lot, not been a lot of great things. So Matt Rule on WFNC tomorrow in Charlotte. Yikes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I'm surprised I, he's, he's still around, but I, I do think you should give him at least one more year. Mm, mm. No, I mean, at this point, you have no choice. Yeah. Look, well, there was a stat. There was a stat today. They fired Joe Judge yesterday. Um, late in the show, we we got that news, which, which I kinda, think is I, premature, I, to be honest with you. Well, if you're going to do it, why not do it Monday when you force Gettleman out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wait, but thing, why do you think it was premature? I think the fact that I mean, he's never really had a good GM. I mean, look at the past draft picks they've had. I mean, oh Daniel no, Gettleman. Jones. Gettleman's yeah. a slug. Yeah, I mean, the only thing Dave Gettleman's ever done was uh, coin the phrase hog molly. I mean, that's about the only good thing <laughs> Dave Gettleman's ever done. <laughs> you look at that first year's with the Giants, for what it was worth, I know the NFC East was really bad, but in his first year in a rebuilding year, he had them com- competing for an NFC East title. I mean, he had them possibly going to a playoff spot. And, and to be honest with you, he should have never had a head coaching gig in the first place. I mean, he was a special teams coordinator from the Patriots. I mean, it was – Bad hire from the start, but I saw some things with Joe Judge where he definitely had that team trending in the right direction. And you th- people got to remember, never had the offensive line. That's partly due to his GM with Dave Gettleman. Where have we heard? Where have we heard that before? Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 deja vu here. Uh, I mean Saquon Barkley, he probably got five good games out of him. I mean Saquon couldn't stay healthy, and he didn't have the quarterback. So I mean it's been it's been tough sled for Joe Judge there. He wasn't dealt with a lot of he wasn't dealt with a lot to work with there. All right, um, break, come back. We will, uh, no, no, we're going to do, I, I messed that up again. At that time, that was my fault. Whoa, whoa. Well, I'm the you're producer. Right I take the blame for it. <laughs> no, no, that was my screw-up. Because you're just caught, you're a good producer because you were, you were feeding off what I was giving you. And I, we're going to do an update. And then we're going to have Michael Perry on. Perry's probably sitting there wondering by his phone right now, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? It's because I can't get his... They complimented me for going to break. They complimented me earlier, and now they don't want to have me on. <laughs> exactly. All right, Ben, are you ready for an update? I'm ready. I'm ready. We're throwing it to you for an update, and then when we come back, Michael Perry joins the show. So here's Ben. Thanks, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. Of course, tonight, Pirate Hoops is back in action on the road in the Queen City of Ohio as ECU takes on Cincinnati. That game tips off at 7 on ESPN+. Stay tuned immediately following our show at 6.30. So we'll have live pregame and play-by-play coverage right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94.3, the game. Taking a look at the spread for tonight's matchup, the Pirates are 10.5-point underdogs. Here's Pirate head coach Joe Dooley's thoughts on what would be a tough matchup against a good Cincinnati team on the road. Well, you're going to see a lot. I mean, they, they really push hard in transition. Their bigs, guy do, bigs do a very good job of do, and those guys do a really good job of rim running, trying to seal. Uh, after that, they will run some staggers and get the, get some movement. Uh, they will run some quick hitting set plays to, to do it. And, uh, you know, they really do a great job. Now, with the, the, it's like everything else. And same with Memphis is your the offense, the possession might not begin until the ball shot. And by that, I'm saying they've, you know, they're going to run to the back, but they average 12 and a half offensive rebounds a game. So once the ball is shot, you have to brace yourself, go after the ball. Uh, but you'll see a lot of set plays. Uh, you'll see, you know, Adams Woods will get a lot of shots to get him going left. And they run to Julius Wong, some baseline runner to get him involved. And 
A lot of what we call shake action, like I said previously, for Davenport to get shots from behind the play. From Pirate Football, former ECU recruiting, co- recruiting coordinator and receiver and tight ends coach Fontel Mons has been hired by Virginia Tech as their new receivers coach, and ECU's hiring Raekwon Boyette as the new outside receiver coach. Boyette was the co-offensive coordinator and receivers coach at Duke. From college basketball, Coach K will miss Duke's matchup against Wake Forest tonight. Due to a non-COVID-related illness, future head coach John Shire will act as the coach for the Blue Devils tonight. And Pitt Community College will travel to Lenore Community College tonight as the Bulldogs battle the Lancers. That game tips off at 7. From college football, after their loss in the national championship game, Alabama had seven players enter the transfer portal. The most notable was tight end Jaleel Billingsley, who missed the season due to injury, but was selected as a preseason All-SEC selection. Meanwhile, TCU two-time All-Big 12 selection defensive end O'Shawn Mathis has announced he will officially enter the transfer portal. From the NFL, the Carolina Panthers have interviewed Vikings OC Clint Kubiak and former Eagles OC Mike Grove for their vacant OC position today. Former All-Pro safety Eric Weddle has unretired and signed a contract to play at the Rams ahead of their playoff game. And the New York Giants are firing head coach Joe Judge after two seasons. For Major League Baseball, three-time World Series champion pitcher John Lester is retiring after 16 seasons in the league. And from the NHL, the Bruins have brought back the winningest goalie in their franchise history as they signed Tuka Rath to a prorated $1 million deal. That's going to do it for your 94th through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barr, Michael Perry on the other side of this quick timeout. Online or on the go, Love it. log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com. To listen to our top rated programs throughout the day, you need to tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. We have taken steps to ensure your safety. Our locally owned and operated salons are ready to provide your next haircut, color, highlights, facial wax, or hair treatments. Please support your local salon by calling for an appointment today. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. Locations in Goldsburg, Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, and Calabash. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-priced pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. 
Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newbern is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Who's that again? I don't know that number. Please hold for a very important and message. And skip. You can skip robocalls, but don't skip your well visits and recommended vaccines. They help protect you. So ask your doctor or pharmacist about any recommended vaccines you may need. Really? Again? And skip. A public service announcement from Vaccinate Your Family in collaboration with Merck. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. ECU Cincinnati tonight. Joining us from the Queen City. I'm sure Jeff Charles has showed him all the hot spots there in Cincinnati. Uh, Coach Michael Perry (laughs) joining us uh, here. Radio analyst. For the Pirate Sports Network uh, from Learfield, you'll hear him later on this evening uh, here on uh, 94.3 The Game, but also the 100,000-watt flame-throwing flagship of the Pirates, 107.9 WNCT. Coach, how are you? I'm terrific, man. All is well. As a player, as a coach, you go to a town, you see the hotel, you see the arena. As a media guy, you get to maybe do a few more things when you get, I know a lot of these trips are kind of in and out business trips, but you are getting to do a little bit so far when you go to these different towns, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, however, you know, so far, and we only had a couple. Yeah, Myrtle Beach was different. Yeah. Um, I did get a chance to get out, and of course, it was an extended trip, obviously, but I had a chance to get out and, you know, kind of stretch my, my, stretch my wings a little bit, if you may say. But yeah, I really enjoy it. I'm enjoying it. Um, I still, though, you know, it, it, it's funny. I, I still feel very vested um, with the, with the program. Obviously, yeah, right. I know sometimes you're supposed to be somewhat, you know, uh, you know, neutral uh, to an extent when you're when you're one of the broadcasters. But I still feel very vested. You know, example like um, the other night when that on that three point shot um, at the buzzer. I mean, I, I feel bad. I mean, I know sometimes you know when you're a broadcaster. You feel bad for the team. You leave out, and you, it's over. Um, but for me, it just kind of lingered on and on and on. And then I started playing out of my mind the times in which I've been on uh, the bad end of those and the good end of those. But uh, you feel very vested, in particularly traveling with the team, going to a lot of the practices. Uh, so it's a little different. You know, it's kind of mixed, mixed emotions. I'll say this about Coach Perry. He goes to a lot of the practices. He, he is – uh, still very much actively invested in the program, and Coach Perry uh, joining us on the show here. I, I want to ask you about. By the way, I hope I hope Jeff's taking you to one of the Starlight Chili or something instead of like uh, Subway. So just just point that out to him. Say, come on, man, we're in your we're in your your uh, quasi hometown here. So let's let's get some local flair. Uh, I want to go back to that game against Temple. And, you know, a lot has been made uh, from from some media friends in Kinston about Damian Dunn would have gone to ECU, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, he's the kid from Eastern Carolina, even though he really didn't 
graduate from Kinston I who hit the shot. And this game wasn't, I mean, obviously it was decided on a last-second shot, but there were a lot of other things that happened. And there was a bad stretch for the Pirates where they turned the ball over, it led to a 13-0 Temple run, took some bad shots. As you say, when you go back and you decompress from these games and you review them in your mind, as a coach, you're not thinking about just the game winner. You're thinking about, like Joe Dooley is, these other things that happened in the game that led to that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. First, before we get into that, let me mention Dunn real quickly. And, and I'll say this for all, for all the listeners, and even people that have uh, listened to people talk about how a kid could have went to this particular school or that school. Sometimes you don't know all the dynamics uh, associated with a kid making this decision, particularly when a kid is going away from home. And um, it, sometimes, you know, there's some insinuating circumstances that lead to a kid wanting to continue to stay on the move. I recruited a kid a few years ago who was out of Rocky Mount, and I recruited the heck out of him. And in the end, he just told me, Coach, and, and it's just I have a family. There's been a lot of gang activity. There's uh, there's some gangs. Uh, a lot of places you go, it's close proximity to my brothers and family members. And I just think, for me, the best thing to do is be as far away from that as possible. So some extenuating circumstances uh, that led to that kid not coming to East Carolina. So I'm not saying that's the case with the kid done by any stretch, but right. I'm saying – there are some circumstances sometimes that leads to kids not wanting to be back in that area. Well, Mike, let me, uh, let no, me Mike, to- Mike, let me pick up on that. There, we'll we'll get back to the game. I, I just want to I want to pick up on that because there's this because you've lived it. There's this notion that ECU doesn't recruit Eastern North Carolina kids. I mean, Jeff Lebo did, you did, Mac McCarthy did, Joe Dooley does, Bill Hare. I mean, you can go back to when Dooley was here the first time. But there are there there. You know, I don't know if it's a want to get away from home, don't want to be seen as the guy going to the hometown college, or as you say, there are other extenuating circumstances. And I think that's a great point you yeah, brought up. It's sure, not as cut sure, and dry as we're not recruiting kids out of the East. No, no, not at all. And I've seen other places I've been in Virginia and in, in, uh, in Georgia. You know, it happens. And sometimes it's a matter, particularly at certain levels of schools, uh, sometimes Kids want to go to places sometimes where they have the bragging rights. I mean, it's hard sometimes for a kid to come in and say, I'm going to East Carolina. And uh, whereas he may have an opportunity to maybe go to an ACC school, it's bragging rights in the cafeteria. Uh, it, it, those things sometimes have, have a, are, are a factor. And they always feel that I can always go back to the local school uh, if things don't work out and maybe uh, what they see as a is a, 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 a higher option or something. Right, so, right. There's a lot of circumstances, but Believe me, a lot of places, particular schools in North Carolina, um, they're recruiting the kids that are in their in their backyard. Believe me, they are. And as as I know, my years associated with East Carolina recruited the heck out of kids in their own backyard. You know uh, that leads to another thing. And again, we'll get back to the last game. We'll talk a little Cincinnati here with Coach Perry, Michael Perry on the line with us here, Patrick Johnson show. The part of this too, Coach, is now with the portal. I think you're going to see that a lot. Some kid may leave a state, and then they'll go back through the portal and be a little closer to home because when you make that decision at 17 or 18 years old, certain things change when you're 20, 21. You know, things get a little different. Well, I I got a perfect example for you. I was watching the Cincinnati-Memphis game um, the other day. And I'm watching the game, and this guard is, you know, is playing terrific. The kid hires, played, you know, had a huge game from Memphis at home and shot the ball extremely well. I'm like, I'm thinking, 
hold on, that kid's from Memphis. I don't remember he was at Memphis, and they're saying he's back. Yeah. And I started looking at his info. It's like, <laughs> right. he's from Memphis. He went to Memphis. He transferred last year to Iowa State. Then he comes back to Memphis. And he's balling. <laughs> I was confused for a second. Yeah. Well, we'll have it and all sorted. Yeah, go ahead. You know, you're seeing that a lot. I was kidding Jeff Charles because Jeff was talking about some of these kids on air. And he's like, well, this kid was at uh, Louisiana Monroe. And then he went to uh, LSU. And then he's back at uh, uh, Cincinnati. I mean, you're seeing that every game, multiple kids, um, you, you're running down the track record. Uh, it's hard to keep up with these kids. Two, three, four schools. Well, you know, Vance Jackson's a, a, a perfect, you know, example of that. Now, he came out highly recruited out of Southern California, went to UConn when they were kind of rolling. And then New Mexico State, then Arkansas, where he's behind some pros last year, and he's found a home in Greenville for this uh, final year for him. So, I mean, there, there's the good of it, and there's also, I'm sure, the frustrating part of it. And I'm sure you've talked to people, Coach, who just say, hey, we're only recruiting the portal now. We're not going to necessarily go after high school kids. I mean, that's a little overstated, but there are going to be coaching well, staffs that are going to actively work the portal. Well, I, I think that's true, and I've had a kid that played for me at the University of Richmond who's got a highly, had a highly touted kid. He's in uh, the Maryland area. He called me last spring, and he was, in, he was a little bit of a panic because this kid was a high major player. However, the recruitment had kind of slowed somewhat. And, I mean, he, and he was a heck of a player himself, but he understands recruiting. He said, Coach, I know what real recruiting is. And right now, they've kind of got him on, like, the, the lukewarm or secondary list. And he's a top 100 kid. And when I talk to a couple of guys, I know they're saying, well, we're putting all our emphasis on the porter now. So the high school dad with his kid, they're in panic mode trying to figure out what to do. I thought it would have been a great opportunity for because he's a high major player. He ended up signing with a, with a high major school, actually, in the ACC. Um this fall, but I thought at the time, if a mid-major school could have made a run at him, they may have gotten him because he needed some attention yeah. because the high majors were putting a lot of focus on the portal. So the high school kids were beginning to panic because they're not getting the attention that they're typically associated with the beginning of being that level of player. I talked to a lot of uh, coaches and mid-major coaches especially, and I mean, that's that's a big deal from, for them too. They've got kids that maybe slip through the cracks that they get into the system or guys that are veteran guys that they're counting on, and now the portal allows other schools, the, the majors or bigger schools, so-called bigger schools, to pluck them. I mean, that's another – you know, it, it kind of cuts both ways, this thing does. Yeah, it, it absolutely does cut both ways, just to underscore that point, no question about it. And I think you've seen it also uh, with some of the mid-major schools who sometimes the guys are talking about they're losing some of their elite-level players and, Kid gets good, and then he's gone. But on the other hand, I've seen this happen this year. I've seen some teams that were probably at the start of the season projected to be in the bottom of their league. Mm -hmm. And on paper, on paper, that's what they probably should have been. Where they hit the portal in the spring and the summer, now they've got an infusion of, of experienced players. They're not bringing in freshmen to try to help them climb the ladder. They're bringing in experienced guys, proven guys, at the Division One level, and all of a sudden, you're seeing a lot of guys that were projected in the bottom of their league that are having pretty good years this year because the portal actually aided these guys in some way. Coach, you uh, – and we are going to talk Cincinnati. We're going to talk the last game, maybe work a little Memphis in here. Uh, but, Coach, you – you, I mean, you're in a way an old-school guy, but you understand the current landscape. 
as a coach, as a player, as a fan of basketball, how do you feel about all this? I, I think that it's not so much how you feel about it. It's are you willing to adjust and, you know, and embrace it. And yeah. I think that's what you have to do. I think years, I remember Mike Krzyzewski saying a few years ago that we have to be willing to, uh, to, to change uh, in terms of the basketball style, in terms of how you recruit. And he also talked about in terms of even how you uh, sell your product. And just from a holistic picture for the entire uh, college basketball world, that we need to look outside of the box and start thinking about uh, how the, the, the product is changing, how the, how the perception of it is changing. And we need to change with that. So I just think that you have to be willing to embrace the change. And I know some guys that, you know, they don't like it. And, um, but if you don't like it, then you better get with it because if you don't know, if you're, if you're not, if you're not embracing it, if you're not forward thinking, then you're going to find yourself on the outside looking in. As we saw with some of these conferences, with the conference affiliation, yeah. the guys that were forward thinking and very aggressive, they were the ones who were the front end of this. And then the ones that were not were on the back end and then they're struggling to try to make their conferences relevant. Hey, Coach, uh, can we grab a break and you hang on? We'll talk uh, the matchups and the last game after this if you're, if you're good to hang on for a second. Okay. Yeah. All right, Michael Perry with us. We're talking to him. ECU, Cincinnati, coming up tonight, 6.30 airtime on the network. Coach Perry will join Jeff Charles. Tip at 7, and you're tuned to the Patrick Johnson Show. Eastern North Carolina's home for the Adam Gold Show. Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. This year, U.S. Cellular is making a big deal out of the holidays. You can choose any phone from any brand free. That's right. Any phone you see in our store is free. And get unlimited data for our best price of the season. Just $30 a month per line with four lines. Feel the locally grown joy from U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Limited time offer. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. 
If you're like most people, you're probably more than a little concerned about the state of the world around us today. Strange times. The stock market all-time highs every day. U.S. debt never been higher right now. Dollars losing value. And let's not forget about inflation, the highest since 2008. Remember what happened in 2008. So how do you protect your money, your retirement, your savings? Well, many people, just like you, are turning to Old Faithful to protect themselves during these difficult times. And Old Faithful is real gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group, the kind you can actually hold in your hands and have in your IRA. No better time than the present to protect your future and the future of your family. Call the Oxford Gold Group right now, 833-928-GOLD. They will send you their free guide on investing in gold and silver and answer all of your questions. Protect your money before things get even worse out there. Call the Oxford Gold Group today at 833-928-GOLD. Oxford is here to help you protect your savings and retirement. That's 833-928-GOLD. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Great conversation with Michael Perry happening uh, now, analyst for uh, ECU basketball on the radio. He's done a fabulous job this year. He sounds like an old pro, and he's the best dressed radio analyst in the entire nation. I can. I, I think can I miscommunicated with you on that, Bill. So. Uh, coach, You're very kind. <laughs> coach is with us here. All right, Coach. Uh, obviously, tough defeat for the Pirates last time out against uh, Temple. Damian Dunn, the player of the week. We were kind of talking about, you know, the things that led up to what is a final uh, buzzer-beating shot. So just your overall analysis of the game, and then on that final play where Dunn uncorked the shot, got it over a little bit of a shorter defender, and it just made a heck of a shot. Oh Well, terrific shot from a terrific player who was playing extremely well. And, uh, and as a team, I thought, you know, Temple's a really good team. Uh, they're a team that's um, better than probably advertised, and particularly some of those teams like that were uh, even better at home. They were coming off a great win at Central Florida, who had just beaten Michigan. So Temple was playing with a lot of confidence and a lot of swag, and they lost their best player at the beginning of the season. But, boy, they've morphed into something pretty special right now. Very cohesive group. They play well together. Um, really good athleticism. They challenge you at the rim well. And um, – you know, their head coach is out, and I think the guys are rallied uh, together as a result of that as well, even more so. Experienced guy at the helm and Monty Ross. So it's a lot of positives uh, with that program uh, to date. So we, we caught them at a time where they were riding with a lot of confidence. And it, it, it reflected in their play. They had a lot of different guys that contributed. But, you know, the star of the night was the kid done. I mean, he was terrific. He's a very difficult guard because he can shoot it with range. And he's also very has very good ball skills and very crafty and can get into the paint and score. Tremont Robinson White played really well, finished with fourteen, had the steal and the dunk, probably should have been an at one or an N one, excuse me. And uh, obviously Vance Jackson 
uh, scored a dozen, but Zoe Frank uh, gets his best as a pirate 15. Is he in this league a guy that could get you close to, you know, 10, 12, 15 a night, six or more boards in your mind? Yeah, absolutely. He can do it. You know, he's got the body. He's still working his way into shape. Um, I, you know, I, I like that kid a lot because he's got great hands. He catches everything in the paint. Um, he's one of those guys that, you know, he plays below the rim, but he creates space and he understands angles. So he gets good shot attempts off. And, um, you know, he, he has a good pace to his game also. And I love the way he moves. He's got really good feet, man. He starts dancing in there. It looks like a dancing bear. I mean, <laughs> I, I like the physicality. I love seeing the bodies, you know, all the banging. And, you know, I'm a chump, channel old John Madden with that boom, 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 and all that stuff starts happening with the bodies. Man, I love seeing that stuff. And he's the guy uh, that does that for him. And then the other thing he does, it makes it easier for your offense when you have a guy you can throw the ball into in the paint. Uh, it eliminates a lot of pressure. When teams are pressuring you and getting after you, the best pressure release is just throw the ball into the paint because then they have to make the decision, do we help? Uh, where's the ball at? This guy can score it on people inside. So it releases a lot of the pressure the teams put on you. So when you have an inside presence, it makes it a lot easier for everyone that night. And he's been in board, but it's, uh, he really delivered it simple. Tristan Newton uh, has that double-figure streak of games dating back to last year's snap, but he, he does other things, nine assists, rebounds the basketball, still played hard. And, and because of the attention that he had paid to him by Temple, he got his teammates involved. Pirates really had a very good night shooting the basketball from everywhere uh, in, in that game and even in the foul line as well. So when you look at that, Coach, I'm sure that's something that you talked about over the years. You don't have to be scoring to affect a game. No, no, not at all. And when you and again, as you mentioned, he's he's getting a lot of attention. He's walking around for target on his chest, and that's what that's what happens. And sometimes uh, fans don't understand. The kids don't understand it. Uh, things are different when you got that target on your chest. And yeah, he's doing a lot of different things. He's creating a lot of space on the floor for other guys to uh, uh, to be able to do to be able to get it, play in space because he creates space. Because teams have such a concentrated effort on where he's at on the floor. The one thing I would like to see him do, however, is be more aggressive and more assertive at times. And, again, when you have that target on your chest, sometimes you can't wait for the floor of the action to come to you. you got to make it happen. And I see times in which he's doing that. I like to see it happen a little bit more. But he's a special player. Boy, and at 6'5", I love the way he takes advantage of his size, really attacking small guards getting into the paint. Of course, he can shoot the ball with range. So, man, he's got a bright future ahead of him, man. It's really good basketball ahead of, um, of, of Tristan. All right, let's talk about the uh, matchup tonight with the Bearcats. Cincinnati 11-5, and lost to Memphis. Really a good game. I, I watched it, too. I, I couldn't take watching the Panthers the whole way through, so I, I watched that game on ABC on Sunday afternoon. Uh, it is a heck of a game at the FedEx Forum. And the Bearcats, uh, they just shot the rock from, from deep tremendously. And look, 16 threes and you lose a game, that's tough. You, you don't see that happen too often. No. Where you make 16 threes and you lose the game. But uh, they are they are shooting the ball well. And uh, they hadn't been shooting it particularly well coming into the game, but they really shot the ball well. And the thing, a lot of you shot the ball well on the road and in a large arena. So sometimes the depth perception really affects you. Uh, shooting the basketball from the perimeter, but to go in there and shoot the ball well on the road in a large arena, um, that was pretty impressive. It'll be interesting to see if that carries over um, here to 
to their to their game tonight. Uh, they got a four man who can really shoot the ball, Davenport, who's a really good player, and um, you know can really shoot the ball. He's a stretch four, and um, and he he can be a problem in terms of a matchup. But uh, I think the, uh, the Paris matchup extremely well with him with uh, with, the, uh, with the guys that we put on the floor. Um, but he's a he's a stretch for him, and he really shot the ball well against Memphis. And he's a problem. The other guard, uh, David DeJulius, yeah. he's kind of a combo guard mm-hmm. who's more of a scorer. I mean, he can play point, but he's more of a scoring, undersized kind of a two guard where he can really score the basketball, shoots it from three with range. So they got some really good players. Uh, a lot of guys that are shooting the ball, maybe better shooters than what their numbers indicate. So that's going to be interesting to see. They even have some big kids that can shoot the ball. And then they got one particular big guy, um, uh, Adu, I think is his name, but he's one of the leading shot blockers in the country can really change the game around. Well, they've got that rim protector, and as a result, they're able to do some things defensively. Uh, they're tough to shoot the ball against. They're tough to score against. But that's you know that, that's one thing Wes Miller's kind of brought back in is that Cincinnati toughness. Yeah, yeah, they they can they can really defend and uh, and certainly having a big shot blocker back there, and they play other guys with size as well, and they, they are trying to pressure you and get after you uh, in the old Cincinnati way. Uh, the personnel's a little different, I think. The guys in the past that Cincinnati had, they got a little bit more edge about them. Uh, these kids don't have the edge that mm-hmm. the old Cincinnati guys mm-hmm. have. Yeah, they don't have that type of edge, and uh, and they're probably don't have some of the issues off the floor that they used to have. Well, that's with true those too. Guys that yeah. had the edge. Yeah. So there's a give and take, but I do like this team and a lot of good pieces, uh, a lot of guys that can contribute in a lot of different ways. And I think as the season plays out, I think you're going to see some of those guys shoot better than what their numbers indicate. Coach Perry's with us uh, here. Analyst Pirate Sports Network is Michael Perry. We'll get uh, some keys to the game in just a bit. Just a quick primer looking ahead to Memphis. That was one of the big reasons I wanted to take that game in because the next two Pirate opponents were playing each other. Uh, and that's kind of the case tonight, too, uh, when uh, Memphis and UCF uh, are, are scheduled to uh, to play. So uh, your thoughts on what you saw out of Memphis, I mean, that, that's just a long, freaky athletic basketball team. Oh, yeah, yeah, very talented. And uh, a, a lot of different guys that can do a lot of different things. Um, they're off the charts in terms of styles for position. They have a lot of these guys that are almost kind of positionless. Um, where it's hard to kind of identify what what position they really are, which a lot of times that usually indicates they're a really good player. Like you take LeBron James, for instance, what position is he? You don't know what position he is. And he's positionless. Well, usually that's what they say about guys that are terrific. They're positionless. <laughs> right. And the same is true when you look at college basketball. When a guy can play multiple positions like that, he's seemingly positionless. You know, big guys that can play four or five and even can defend three. They can switch and guard guard guards. Uh, perimeter guys that are like six eight, six nine, six ten. I mean, that's the type of talent that they're throwing out there. Guys that can shoot the perimeter shot. Guys that can drive it. And uh, and sometimes they get in trouble. Um, they're kind of out of sync at times. Offense, offensively, I know there's a lot been made about that. That sometimes they're uh, it's not good basketball to watch. But unfortunately, when you've got talent like that. Sometimes you throw offensive cohesiveness out the window because these guys can just jump up and make plays. All right, uh, Coach Perry, tonight you'll catch him uh, on the network at 6.30 with the pregame and then uh, game action beginning from Cincinnati at 7. Bearcats take care of the ball. Obviously, they can shoot it from three if they get hot. Pirates are improved behind the arc. I think a lot of these games uh, are going to come down in conference to who makes maybe one or two more threes. 
Coach, what are your thoughts on tonight, and what are some keys for a Pirate win on the road? I think one of the keys is going to be what uh, the Pirates have held the hat on um, all season is being able to uh, create offense from their defense. I think that's where it starts. We have a heck of a defensive stellar um, uh, night. You know, you can't have teams shooting, you know, 47, 48%, 50% from the field, particularly on the road. You're going to have to get those uh, defensive field goal percentages down. Now, offensively, they're going to have to be able to score the basketball in a lot of different ways. And, and, and again, and it could be challenged somewhat in the paint because of the size that they have. So we're going to have a pretty good uh, shooting night from the perimeter. This team holds teams to 37% field goal percentage, which means they're really defending. Um, but again, uh, it's going to be interesting to, to eliminate the easy baskets and transition for them, but then try to create some for ourselves. And again, guys going to have to play um, their best basketball tonight. I mean, we say that in as simple as it sounds. Um, you're going to have to deliver on that. you got to play your best basketball and play within yourself. Hey, Coach, thank you for the time here. We appreciate it, and uh, have a good call tonight. Safe trip back to Greenville. All right, God bless you. Take care. All right, there he goes. Michael Perry, 90-minute edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. We're going to bottom of the hour where we'll link up with the network at TCU in Cincinnati tonight. We're in that unofficial pregame to the pregame segment right now ben you guys are normally doing this yeah this first is usually me and phillips be here yeah all right no problem i think i'm ready oh you got you it you sound I mean, ready you're the a-lister here i mean you're the espn uh, yeah. guy uh yeah 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 sleeping on a bed of money all right <laughs> we'll come back uh look around college basketball a couple other headlines from today Going to the bottom of the hour, baby. Patrick Johnson Show. And Pirates. Oh, there. Panthers. Good, baby. Very good. The P-Man. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. You could set an alert on your phone to remind you about a doctor's visit, but the most effective reminders are a bit more personal. Mom, don't forget to schedule your mammogram. We love you. Honey, please, schedule that colonoscopy. We need you around here, all right? It's time to put your health first and schedule important annual screenings like mammograms and colonoscopies with Vitant Health. COVID-19 protocols are in place, and it's as safe as ever to partner with us to improve your health and well-being. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at vitanthealth.com slash reminder. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One hour loan approval and same day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola, Red Banks Road in Greenville. 
you could set an alert on your phone to remind you about a doctor's visit. But the most effective reminders are a bit more personal. Mom, don't forget to schedule your mammogram. We love you. Honey, please, schedule that colonoscopy. We need you around here, all right? It's time to put your health first and schedule important annual screenings like mammograms and colonoscopies with Vitant Health. COVID-19 protocols are in place, and it's as safe as ever to partner with us to improve your health and well-being. Schedule your appointment today. Learn more at VitantHealth.com reminder. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Here is your ice-cold Pepsi Zero Sugar, sir. Oh, thanks. Wanna watch the game? Ooh, little sports ball on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Hey, did we win? I, it, it sounds like we won. It's still the first quarter. I must be lucky. People say that about me. Tough break on that free throw there. Shouldn't be doing that. Dude, we're watching football. Come on. For everyone who spent the entire game explaining the entire game, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> WRHTHD1 Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Crystal clear FM Sports Talk 24-7, 365. Unless we forget to pay the power bill. 94-3, the game. Pirate basketball lives right here. Right here. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94-3, the game. <laughs> Well, I was going to talk. I didn't know we were going to get into the uh, scoreboard part of this. I got excited because I'm convinced Ishii's going to the tourney this year. I, I hope you're right. Going to the bottom of the hour, Patrick Johnson Show. P-Man, B-Baby. Well, why the hell not? Let's run through college basketball slate for tonight. We got East Carolina and Cincinnati coming up. 7 o'clock tonight, leading you in the network coverage at the bottom of the hour. Cincy, a 10.5-point favorite at home. Also tip it off at 7 tonight in the American. Temple at Tulsa. Golden Hurricane, a three-point home favorite. Memphis at UCF. Memphis, point-and-a-half favorite down in Orlando on the road. That also tips at 7. A couple 8 o'clock games in the American. Tulane at Wichita State. Quick Shockers are an eight-and-a-half point favorite. South Florida at SMU and the Ponies. Big favorite over uh, USF, 14 and a half, 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, Temple Tulsa on the U, everything else on ESPN Plus tonight in the American. And, of course, you can listen to the ECU game right here, bottom of the hour with the uh, pregame show. Let's take a look at some other uh, games of interest out there. ACC tonight. I thought Duke-Wake was at 9, but it's actually at uh, 7. Blue Devils a 6-point road favorite, number 8 Duke. Uh, elsewhere around the Atlantic Coast Conference. Clemson, 7 o'clock at Notre Dame. Irish are two and a half point favorite at home. State is at Louisville at 9 o'clock tonight. And uh, the Cards are a six point favorite at home at the Yum Center there. Throw out the records when Virginia hosts Virginia Tech on ESPN 2 at 9. Wahoo Y, one-point favorite at home. 
And then it's Georgia Tech at Boston College also at 9 o'clock on, I guess, the ACC Network. Woo! If you've got, a, like, a little insomnia thing going, I think that's your jam, right? ACC Network. Tech at BC, ACC Network. The commercials won't be that captivating. It'll just be Can't wait to see those glow-in-the-dark cars that drive on walls. <laughs> Around the state of North Cacalactonite, High Point at USC Upstate, and Tubby's uh, gang, three-point favorite on the road. Uh, we got Chattanooga at Western Carolina, former Pirate opponent. And uh, UT Chattanooga, 13.5-point favorite on the road. Campbell is for real. They've had some COVID issues, so we really haven't heard a lot from the Camels, but uh, they host Charleston Southern tonight. 16-point favorite are the Camels at home down in Bowie's Creek. Uh, speaking of pirate opponents, A&T at home tonight playing host to Hampton, and uh, the Aggies are an 8-point favorite. Presbyterian at Gardner-Webb. Another former Pirate opponent. Gardner-Webb, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Gardner-Webb, right now, eight and seven, but two and oh in the Big South, right behind uh, Asheville in uh, one of those divisions there. And then Elon at UNCW. Seahawks finally get back on the floor after a long uh, COVID break, and they are one-and-a-half-point favorite at Trash Coliseum. Some other college basketball uh, games of interest. We'll just run through them here for you. Uh, Top 20 matchup is Villanova is at Xavier at the bottom of the hour on FS1. Longwood at Radford also bottom of the hour. Minnesota at Michigan State. 7 o'clock. Number 12 LSU at Florida tonight. 7 o'clock. UT Martin at Moorhead State. It's all the 7 o'clock round of games right now. Stony Brook at Vermont. UMass Lowell at Albany. UMBC at NJIT. And then we got St. Joe's at Rhode Island. Duquesne at Fordham. Samford at Wofford. East Tennessee State at Furman. Did we run out of the uh, song there, Ben? Did it run out? I've had enough. All right, I was grooving. I was in a groove. Uh, Out of the SEC at 7 o'clock, it's Georgia and Mississippi State. Delaware State at Norfolk State, that's a 7.30 tip. Uh, that high point uh, upstate game of 7.30 tip as well. Uh, elsewhere, we got Utah State at Colorado State at 8 tonight. Also at 8 tonight, uh, Southern Illinois and Missouri State. Illinois State at Drake. Everybody loves the Drake. Evansville at Bradley. St. John's at UConn. Was this the ESPN? Is that what this is? I mean, you should know, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Different songs we use there. All right, uh, UConn at 8.30, and then at 9 o'clock tonight, outside of those ACC uh, snoozers that we mentioned, TCU at Kansas State, Missouri at Arkansas, Maryland at Northwestern, West Coast Hoops tonight, Santa Clara at Pacific, Cal at Washington, California Baptist at 10 o'clock tonight plays host to Dixie State, Utah Valley at Seattle U, and then... 10.30 tonight on FS1 for all you Night Owls. Boise State at Nevada. Games that have been postponed. Maine at the Fighting Bill Harrians of New Hampshire. Hartford at Binghamton. And then San Diego State in Wyoming. 
That, I, that felt pretty good. I thought I did all right with that. Hey, Community College, Lenore Community College. That's a, yeah, good mention there. There ben. you good. go. They are playing tonight. I didn't realize uh, LCC's record was as bad as it is. They're usually a pretty good basketball. But uh, Pitt Community at uh, LCC tonight uh, over in Kinston at 7 o'clock at the uh, Sportatorium, as it was uh, dubbed. I I did my first college games were LCC games that I called, Ben. Really? Inside the Sportatorium. At the Sportatorium. Yep. I feel like every state or every area has a Sportatorium. Everybody's got a Sportatorium. They sure do. You're not a, sport, a big sports area if you don't have one. Right. You're not legit if you don't have that Sportatorium. All right. Uh, Tyreek Hill fully participated in Chiefs practice today. That's big. And then, and then Big Ben, you know what he said? He said, we're the big, we're a 20-point dog. We're just going to go out and have fun. Yeah, I did see that. That's, that, that's kind of bizarre, but whatever. I, I don't think he expected to be in the playoffs. Mm-mm. Thought he really thought his farewell was when they were doing yeah, his farewell that, in Pittsburgh. That was it. He thought that was it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really. I've not seen this, so I'm going to let you set it up. Just don't get us sued. But <laughs> Stetson uh, Bennett was on Good Morning America today. Is that right? Yeah, it was early this morning. Okay, and he appeared to be loopy. I apologize. It was the day after. It was it was Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. oh, so it was two. Okay, so this is from yesterday. Anyway, we've got the video posted on uh, our ninety four three the game Twitter account. He looks like he's, but I mean, maybe he had partied all night. I think maybe you know, it was just, just too much vitamins. You know, they won the natty. Might have been dehydrated. Might not have been enough vitamins. You know. I mean, I'll give it to him. I mean, those morning shows suck anyways. And, you know, Whoa! he's a backup quarterback. He's not used to talking to the media. JT we Daniels also, was supposed to be their guy. He's a five-star. So we also put this out there uh, from uh, a guy that is uh, at Andy MSFW on Twitter. Got a lot of followers. He's up in Minnesota. Anyway, he put this kind of funny tweet out and we retweeted it. What's the most puzzling block you have on Twitter? Hit me with the screenshot. Mine for sure is Coach Phillips. He means Wade Phillips. Uh, Cian? Who is Cian, Ben? C-I-A-N. Who is that? I, I don't know. That sounds like some kind of crypto or something. That's new to me. Cian and Big Ben is cheating. So I guess they probably block people anyway is what, what he's getting at there. Oh, it's a, it's a COVID thing. It's COVID testing. Cian? Yeah, all that's right. what I'm well, seeing. That's what I'm seeing up here on Google. All right. Well, I think it's I I think it's probably a a, a performer of some kind. Anyway, I'm, I'm seeing that, and then I'm seeing some Irish names here. Maybe it's an Irish performer. It could be. Uh, Bomani Jones has blocked uh, one guy who's replied there. Uh, let me see. Tim Tebow's blocked somebody. Uh, I'm just seeing uh, Josh McCowan has blocked somebody. Stone Cold Steve Austin blocked somebody. Have you ever been blocked by like a famous person on I, social media? I have. I have. Mac Brown's blocked somebody. Richie Incognito. <laughs> um, Florida State football. Adam Schefter's blocked somebody. All right. So you know who my – and I don't know how to check this. I really don't. I, I can check it on my phone. I just don't know how to check it on this computer in front of me. All right. So I'll tell you the story here. This is what you get. We got a few more minutes here before we uh, wrap things up today. Um. When I worked in Curtis Media Land up in Raleigh, 
there was a guy who was on the QDR morning show, 94.7 QDR, big country station, uh, up at the Triangle Market. It was one of the top stations in the state at one time, like, you know, in, yeah. in those metrics every year. And uh, Marty, the one-man party, was out at the uh, concert, because that's all they have now are country concert and classic rocks at the amphitheater. That's all you got. Yeah. And so they had Darius Rucker out there, Hootie. Uh, and and Marty put on there that all he was hoping. Right. And then Marty, put, I don't know, Marty had put on there that he had hoped. Uh, well, no, no, somebody else was performing. I'm sorry, that's what somebody, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to recall the story at the top of my head. Somebody had done something with Lionel Richie. Or something. And, you know, Marty was saying he was hoping that Darius Rucker was going to come out and sing the Lionel Richie part or something. I don't know. Maybe Darius at that point was opening for somebody. I'm not sure. And so I just tweeted because I'm a, a smart aleck. You know, Darius Rucker's no Lionel Richie. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't I really mean, think that's controversial or anything. Right. It's a hot take because Darius not only uh, told me the – Kiss off, but he also blocked me. Oh yeah, that, I mean, you could take it as they're they're not very similar singers. I mean, they don't have a similar style. I mean, he could have took it that way. Instead, he automatically thought the negative. Yeah, but I know what you it meant. Was, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, I, I wasn't. It was no Darius hate. I just it was more kind of a spoof on Marty saying that Darius was no. Uh, oh yeah, that it's a clash of styles. Though. I mean, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Why would Darius Rucker fill in for a Lionel Richie part? I don't. I guess he was opening. For somebody who did a song that Lionel Richie was on. I don't know. I don't remember all the detail. All I know yeah. is Darius Rucker blocked me on Twitter. Do you have anybody that's blocked you on Twitter? That, I mean, that's probably like the celebrity. That, I'm sure there's other people who blocked me on Twitter. And I and I really couldn't care less. But I just didn't know if you had somebody maybe had blocked you on Twitter. Uh, no. The the biggest one I had was Austin Aries, the, uh, the wrestler. But what? I, he's not like a household name. No. He's a clown. Yeah. He? he was a jerk. He he was making pizza on Instagram and said he was saving animals and that would it, it, that he was preventing slavery of animals or something and I told him you're not a hero. Then he responded, <laughs> "You told him he wasn't a hero." Yeah, he responded and said, uh, "I need to keep my comment to myself." And I said, "Well, it still doesn't make you a hero." And then he blocked me. <laughs> that was probably around 2016, 2017. You were a, a much less wise young man than you are now. So right? I'm not I'm not an Austin Aries fan anymore. Austin Aries. So he's a pro wrestler, right? Yeah, yeah. He used to be yeah. a big indie guy back in the day and was Austin with Aries and sucked. Yeah. So he blocked you and uh Hootie blocked Hootie blocked me. Yours so way way outdoes mine. I would think as as far as household name, yeah. Yeah. Undoubtedly it does. All right, uh, we're going to wrap it up. Bottom of the hour, ECU and Cincinnati. The pregame will start. Big thanks to Ben Byram, as always. I was swore you were going to go out with a Hootie song. I swore a Darius Country song. I swore you were going to do that, but that's fine. That's fine. I'd rather we not. Uh, big thanks to Michael Perry for joining us. Appreciate him being on today. And we'll be back tomorrow, post-mortem on ECU Cincinnati. You can listen to it right here on 94.3 The Game and 107.9 WNCT. Have a great rest of your evening for the one and only B-Baby Byram, Austin Aries, Aries uh, nemesis, Patrick Johnson. We'll see you tomorrow and tomorrow morning on Talk of the Town. 
worry your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You can say how are you or get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could write him a text or knit him a sweater. If you can't be together, you could write him a letter. Chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. However, you do it, you gotta ask a friend. And if they don't share, you can ask again. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Donors choose. Support a classroom. Build a future. Did you know that every year, public school teachers spend nearly $500 of their own money for student supplies? Let's do the math. That comes out to over $1.2 billion a year. And that's just not right. At Donors Choose, we want students and teachers to have the tools they need for a great education. And now, more than ever, they need your help. Here's what you can do. Go to DonorsChoose.org and choose from teachers' requests that support reading, math, science, history, and more. Once a request is funded, we'll take care of shipping everything directly to the teacher. It's that easy. You'll receive thank you letters and photos from students and teachers and a report of how every dollar was spent. Teachers' needs have never been greater. Learn more at DonorsChoose.org. Donors Choose. Support a classroom. Build a future. Who's that again? I don't know that number. Please hold for a very important and message. And skip. You can skip robocalls, but don't skip your well visits and recommended vaccines. They help protect you. So ask your doctor or pharmacist about any recommended vaccines you may need. Really? Again? And skip. A public service announcement from Vaccinate Your Family in collaboration with Merck. The American Heart Association reminds you that getting a flu shot is particularly important this year and helps protect your health and the people you call family. Choose family over flu. Learn more at heart.org slash flu. Because when you're in East Carolina, you go for it every time. 